Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Shining God's Light. I'm still your host, Oluwase Udutola on SGL. Okay, so guys, before we move on, I just really want to thank you for tuning in week after week after week to hear what what God has to say, you know, from me to you. I really, 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 really appreciate you guys and I pray that God blesses whatever you lay your hands on and increases you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So guys, today we're talking about the second topic in the fire series and the topic is the fire and zeal, the fire and zeal. Moving on now, we're looking into um, Romans chapter 10 verses 1 to 3 and then we'll be touching briefly on verse 13 and 15 and it says there that brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God but not according to knowledge for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. <clears throat> and moving on to verse 13, it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And verse 15 says, <clears throat> Um, and how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things the background to this part of the scripture was paul was telling the romans this is a letter to the romans um he was telling them about the salvationary works of christ and he was explaining how you do not serve God through your own understanding. You do not serve God through your own zeal because you won't be able to carry out the plans that he has. Do you see? That's why he said, um, but not according to knowledge. You know, they have a zeal for, of God, but not according to knowledge because they don't even understand the God that they claim to be working for. You know, they were still um, relying on the law. They were still relying on the law. They had not come into into Christ. So he was telling them about the salvation of Christ. That once you come into Christ, these things are made easy. The spirit of God falls the zeal in you. That's why I had to say, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You will be saved. Just believe and confess. And so he he went ahead, you know, to 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 preach to them to to tell them and he had to tell them that you see this zeal that we're talking about it should be directed towards preaching the gospel and that's why he said in verse 15 he said and how shall they preach except they be sent once you're a child of god once you you believe in god you've come into a relationship with god the next thing for you to do is to to propagate the gospel of the kingdom to bring more people to god to increase the sheepfold of God 
And so he says, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. You see? So each and every one of us, the zeal, our zeal, the, 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 our zeal should be pointed at preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Letting people know about God, about what he has done for you and through you. And I really love this example of Paul himself. You know, he's the perfect example for that particular scripture in the, in the sense that he had a zeal of God even before this um, time that he came into God, into Christ. He, his own zeal, he used it against the kingdom, thinking that he was actually working for the kingdom of God. And, you know, he would go around killing and persecuting Christians. Christians until God encountered him on his way to Damascus yet again to get a permit to, you know, to go, to go and persecute more Christians. And since then that same zeal that he took and used against the kingdom of God, he took it and pushed it towards the kingdom of God to promote the kingdom of God. He's such a perfect example for that because the zeal he, he expended before he did it without knowledge. He had no knowledge of what he was doing, of, of, of what it even meant to be doing the will of God. But immediately he came into understanding. He took that zeal and did a complete face about and started pushing the kingdom of God and promoting the kingdom of God with vigor. That is zeal. One thing that I've come to understand, even taking a look um, at Paul's life, is the fact that even today, you know, you would want to think that, oh, that was in the um, old times. You know, Christ, the gospel of Christ was just coming into light. You know, Christ has just, had just died and they were just propagating the gospel. But even today, you still see it. The zeal that is not unto knowledge, condemning people that you should be bringing close, looking at somebody and having a a stereotype in your mind already attached to that person. You don't know this person's encounters with God. But you look at the person and you just feel like this person cannot be a Christian. This person does not look like what I believe a Christian should be. It's of you to focus your attention on bringing people to Christ. Push your zeal towards the things that are of merit in the kingdom of God. Let's take a look at Numbers chapter 11 verse 29. And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake? Would God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord will put his spirit upon them. Let me just give you a quick background. Um, Joshua, the son of Nun. Let me just read from verse 28. Uh, the servant of Moses, one of the young men, answered and said my lord moses forbid them why did he say to forbid them you know men began to prophesy in the camp of in, in the in camp of the israelites during their 40 year journey in the um wilderness and they the, the men god released an outpouring of his spirit upon men 
okay he 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 releases an outpouring of his spirit upon men and joshua the son of none and some other men felt like what is this no this cannot be happening they felt like oh only moses only moses should know god only moses should have the right to prophesy all and moses was like don't do that no 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 no. that's not what god has called us into god has called us into bringing other people unto him into showing other people the way that they may have a relationship with him and he he, he said it he said would that would god that all the lord's people we are prophets and that the lord will put his spirit upon them like i wish that everybody every church everybody in every church carries the spirit of god on their inside that they come unto knowledge that they are not plain religiosity that they are not just you know abiding by the law thinking that they are walking in the new creation realities that they actually come to understand who they are in christ jesus they actually come to understand what it means to be saved and that is what moses was telling them there first timothy chapter 2 verses 1 to 4 and it says exhort i exhort therefore that first of all supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty for this is good and acceptable in the sight of god our savior who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth do you see that god will have all men be saved god will have all men be saved it will have all men come unto the knowledge of truth it won't have you decide for him who doesn't look like he should be a christian his zeal is that when you see somebody that you even feel like oh this person might not be being led by the spirit of god you approach the person and bring the person to christ that is god's will not for you to stand from afar and look and condemn the person before even getting to know anything about the person that is not the zeal of god when the fire of god when the refiner's fire goes through you if you've not listened to last week's topic please go ahead to do so so that you understand some of the things i'm going to be saying now when the fire finest fire comes and burns through you and then it lights up a passion on your inside that the gospel of christ be preached but you have to have an understanding of the gospel you cannot be the one standing in the way of the gospel of christ you have to be furthering it you cannot be the one standing in the way of the kingdom of god expanding you have to be the one pushing for the expansion but when you have a stereotype in your mind that is placing a boundary and is telling you who should be or who should not be you are not a judge unto men you don't see the hearts of men only god has that right so when you have fire in you it is to is to is to light up other fires okay for the kingdom of god is to be zealous for the sake of righteousness oh be zealous for, for all men to be saved to come into understanding of who they are in god and as you do this don't don't let anybody shame you don't be ashamed of the gospel of christ okay for it's the power of god unto salvation to them that believe second timothy 
chapter 2 verse 15 it says study to show yourself approved unto god a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word word of truth For God, work you won't be ashamed of, laying out the truth plain and simple. Do you see the truth plain and simple? Let them understand that it's not by their works that they should boast. Okay? These are the things that God has done for us. These are the things that Christ did for us on the cross. Taking a look at First Peter 1 23 and 25 it says being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible seed by the word of god which liveth and abideth forever that means you're made whole you've come into christ you are now the righteousness of god in christ jesus okay and verse 25 says but the word of the lord endureth forever and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you so that word of god that was preached unto you that made you take the step of faith and you know get saved by christ jesus by the sacrifice of christ jesus on the cross it has made you whole. What does this um what does this uh, part of the scripture imply? It implies that now that you have been preached to and you have been saved, there's something that inspired that preaching too. The zeal of God was burning in the heart of somebody, in the heart of somebody, and made the person take that step to go out and preach. And now that you have been preached to, let the zeal of God begin to burn in your heart by the spirit of god so that you also go out and you begin to preach the word of truth to all men the zeal of god in the heart and life of christ that burning desire that the will of god come to fulfillment is what filled his journey on earth is what filled his ministry on earth Okay, even till at the end, you know, before he was caught and then he was crucified, he said, Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. That is zeal. Nevertheless, this thing that you would have done, I will do it. I will make sure that I complete this journey. I will make sure that I complete this commandment, this instruction. The zeal of God makes it manifest. Nevertheless, not my will. When you can carry somebody else's will on your head as though it is your own. Because in the kingdom of God, the zeal of God, the, 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 the manners of the kingdom actually become your own. You carry them. That is the life we are called into. Because you've seen, you've tasted of the goodness of God. And you want others to also see and taste of the goodness of God. Titus chapter 2 verse 13 and 14. It says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works.
Do you see? He gave himself for us. Christ gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people. Zealous of good works. What are the good works? The works of him that sent us. The works of him that saved us. The works of him that redeemed us. As it says here, the works of he that purified us from all iniquity. Hmm? That gave himself for us. Those are good works. When you understand the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross for you. Then the zeal begins to burn within you. And it's a fire from, from of the Holy Spirit from on high. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, we'll get in there. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And it says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Do you see that? But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You shall receive power to execute. Much more you shall receive a refining. Much more you shall receive a fire lit within you, in your belly, in your spirit man. Hmm. And this shall come after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So the word of God is no more just letters to you. The word of God begins to be life and light. It begins to be spirit and be life unto you. And at that point, you will be witnesses unto Christ, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth, and to the uttermost part of the earth, and to the uttermost part of part of the earth. When the spirit of the most high God comes upon you. John chapter 2 verse 17. Verse 16 and 17 rather. And it says. And said unto them. That sold those. Take these things hence. Make not my father's house. And house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. I'm sure we all know this story. This is the story of when Christ got to the temple and it had become a den or a marketplace, literally. It had become a den for money changers, money lenders, you know, sellers and buyers in the temple of God. But Jesus Christ was so taken up with the zeal of God that it had even been written before. You see, because his disciples remembered that it was already written that the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up. So the zeal of God had eaten Jesus Christ up so much so that he could not stand to see the house of God be disregarded, be put to disrepute. If there's anything that you would want to condemn, let it be 
that thing that is putting the gospel of God to disrepute. There is anything that you would want to 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 stand against. Let it be that thing that is trying to to make the altar of God look smaller. To put it to to shame by standing or claiming to stand upon the altar of God to preach a wrong message, to do a wrong thing or an action or wrong action. But let it be that the zeal of God has so eaten you up on the inside that your primary goal is to bring people into the understanding of God's love for them. The understanding of God's works, Christ's works on earth for them. It was valid over 2000 years ago and it's still valid now and it will forever be valid until this earth comes to an end. But do you know the funny thing? It will still be valid into eternity. Because we are saved. And we have eternal life in Christ Jesus. So let your works come from that understanding. Let your zeal come from that understanding. Don't let it stem from your own actions. Salvation is through the works of Christ, not of our own works that men should boast. But the way men still boast, you'll wonder if, if it was by our own works, how, how, uh, how terrible it will be. Let your be, let your zeal be of God. Let it not be from a standpoint of your own journey. Because you did not save yourself, neither did you call yourself. You are called of God and you are saved of God. It is a blessing from the Most High God. It is a gift that no man should boast. Glory to God. I hope you've been blessed. I hope that God enriches this word in your heart. And I pray that as you go into this week, you have perfect shalom, shalom in the name of Jesus. The goodness and graciousness of God, it smells around you, a sweet savour that people see you and they, they favour you because God has favoured you and he has called you blessed. And in all that you do, in all that you do, you prosper in the name of Jesus. Because it is the will of God that we should prosper glory to god have a lovely week you guys if there's any message that you've not listened to please go back and listen to them they will definitely bless you all right bye